Now that you are. <laughs> now uh, that you are. <laughs> okay, Yoda. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> E.T.? Yes. What other offbeat impressions can we do from the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> this is Howard Cosell. <laughs> it's Howard Cosell. There he is, right there. <laughs> oh, I used to do that. No one used to be able to do that. I don't know why. Can you do your neck with the water? No, do the, with the like this though. On your neck. We're 12. Only guys would do this. Could you imagine a bunch of women sitting around <laughs> no, making no. sounds? Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. Hello and welcome to Dudes to Dads. I'm your host, or one of your hosts, Jason Friedman. I am Alan Bush. And we and invited him back because... Back again. I don't know. We just thought we were... <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Thank you for having me back, Jason. Oh, this was a cool guy. I Wasn't that an incredible episode. intro? I'm like... That's because I'm good at podcasting. <laughs> Anyways, wait, before we get started, I was just, I was browsing the web before we got got into this. Uh, I, I came across this website called Man Crates. Oh, okay. So, um, seriously, I, I don't need to go anywhere else now to get people gifts, guys, for like your father or anybody else. They're like gift baskets yeah. for men. Okay. They come in a, like a, a wood crate. Of course, because a yeah, man has well, to be involved. And it's called Man Crates. Man Crates. Yes. And they come in these things, and a crowbar, crowbar. comes. Yeah, a crowbar comes with it so that you That's can awesome. open the package with a crowbar. That's I don't, I, I, these are these kinds of things where I wish <laughs> I was the one who thought of this. Yeah, that's the thing. The simple ideas taken to just that level. But where this is not, know. well, this is not even that simple. I mean, it's, it, it, it is, you're right. But it's like, and then so they have these packages, like gift bags of jerky. Or like another one that's like the it's like bacon themed, or there's like sports stuff or poker. I, I seriously, I'm sitting there looking at this, going, "This is just genius." That sounds like a great <laughs> gift for a guest of a podcast. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm just totally. saying. Next time we right? have a good guest, I'm going to yeah. totally do that. Though <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's a giveaway if someone writes us something or. Oh, think about that future content. I don't know. We didn't get anything for that plug. I just thought that was, I thought that you have a really cool website. So, mancrates. Sounds great. Mancrates.com. What's in them? Jerky? Uh, well, no, I mean, there's a bunch of different kinds. Bacon themes. Bacon themes sound great. Yeah, there's like one that's a bunch of different kind of bacon, another one that has like whiskey. It's a whiskey theme. (laughs) So, there's all different kind of whiskey stuff in it. You just check it out. It's it's cool. That's funny. So, no, because I just, before we got started, I was like looking on the web and I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I got to share that. (laughs) Anyways, so welcome to the show. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, recently, uh, before we get into the agenda, because I do want to go over sort of what we're going to talk about. Um, I went to, or I should say I assisted in a personal development course where I actually go and help and assist because I had been through this course before where I can go and help and assist other people. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Freedom to Be. And here in, they, they give it here in San Diego. It's in St. Louis. It's in a couple cities around uh, around the country. It's 
really awesome. That's, the, I guess, the best way to explain it. I can't, I, I can't really even explain it in few words of you know what it does. Yeah. But it's it's this company's called Your Infinite Life. They're the ones who put it on. Free plug for them too. They just they're good, great people. They put this on and. I'll, I'll put a link to it in the website so people okay. can check it out and if it's in their city or what. But basically, one of the themes of there, and the, it, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this full circle because one of the themes was about making your own decisions to be happy, sad, etc. And the idea of how much we actually control our own emotions and that kind of thing. And you know, as an example, like, you know, we don't go throughout the day or we don't start our day by going, you know, I'm going to run into a person who's going to be a total jerk and then that's going to ruin my day. But that's what we do. You know, we, we let other people affect us. And so I was, I I had just finished the course and this was a couple weekends ago and I was talking to my son and he came to me and he said, Hey, listen, you know, or he said, Hey dad, I was, I was outside and some of the kids said some stuff to me and he was, you know, called him some names and I could see he was he was affected by, and I, so I that immediately jumped into my head of like, imagine if we could teach our kids to not be affected, you know. And a lot of times we do say, "Oh, don't worry about that," you know, like, "Oh, don't listen to them," you know, that kind of thing. But this was a step further in that the course was talking about how when people are that way, let's say they're mean or they'll they'll say something it's usually a protection mechanism for something that's going on with them. Sure. So, you know, they might have conflict, they might, you know, whatever. And the idea of teaching that to my son or our kids was just awesome. But that was an awesome thought. Mm. And so I tried to explain it the best I could in that, you know, I said, Hey, listen, these, you know, this, I think it was more than one kid actually said something to him and he goes, so I guess I am that way. You know, so he was sort of taking it to heart of like, you know, I think they said he was stupid or something, you know, and they were just, they're playing around. And instead of me saying, oh, don't worry about it, just brush it off. I said, you know what? I said, when people do get upset, maybe there's something going on with them. I mean, they could have just been teasing and doing that. I said, but you know what? I said, people throughout school, you know, well, you're going to be in school, you're going to be on the fr- you're with your friends, you're going to be whatever. There's going to be a people that are going to say stuff that's just probably not that nice. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get it. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And instead of just saying, hey, don't make deal. I said, instead, what if you thought about it as the fact that maybe something's going on with them? You know, maybe they had a bad day. Maybe they got yelled at. Um, and he said, you know, one of the kids in my, this was in last year. He said, one of the kids in my school, uh, the teacher said he had a, um, his heart was hurt. So he understood the concept. He totally understood it. He, he said, my heart you know, or the, his, this kid's heart was hurt. And I guess that was a way we realized later or found out later that this kid had some real severe problems at home. And so he was acting out. He was, he, he was hitting people and stuff. And so that was a good way of obviously explaining and saying, instead of just, you know, I don't know that it's saying, you know, something's wrong with that person, but basically like, Hey, something's going on with them. And so the idea was to check in with that person, you know, and saying like, if somebody's mean saying, Hey, is everything cool? Like, you know, is something going on with you and you know, you're doing okay. You so know. did he go back and try that? Not yet. Okay. He's only six. <laughs> <laughs> He's That's a lot of pressure. Understand it's advanced <laughs> psychological was, concepts. No, but I was, I just was, it was a perfect situation that applied to what I had just learned about me as an adult. You know, I'm, I'm in my early forties now sure. and you know, I'm just learning this stuff. You know, I'm learning about, wow, I actually do have control over that. Like I don't have to, the fact that somebody said something crappy to me. Right. 
ruins my day. Yeah. You know, yeah. or someone did something or I can, you know, it's easy to blame. In fact, we'll get into blame uh, at the end of the show. But um, so anyways, I just thought that was an interesting thing that if we can teach our kids that about, at a very early age, at a very early age, just starting with little, those little nuggets, you know, the little nuggets of just, Hey, maybe, maybe something else is going on with them. Maybe, you know, maybe you could ask them and say, Hey, listen, I, you know, no, I'm not, but what's going on with you? You know, imagine if you stood up to a bully that way, instead of like, or not even standing up, but like say, checking in with the bully and be like, Hey, is everything cool, man? Yeah, you, you know, everything cool at home, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> are you having problems? Is there issues? You know? <laughs> um, I'm not expecting him to sort of deal with it in that mature of a way, but it's sort of just at least, um, you know, setting a little bit of a foundation yeah. to do that. It's a good seed to plant, I think, right. at that stage. That's what I was you know what I mean? Because, yeah, because yeah, I, I know, I, I think we've all been picked on as a kid to some degree, right? right? So, no, it's going to happen. You can't say, hey, just don't worry about it, yeah, whatever. It's, it's like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. How yeah. should you react to it? If right. a child can yeah. connect the dots, then yeah. maybe they won't feel as hurt by it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're not going to be a victim. It's just like, oh, that person, you know, that's that's their, that's them doing that. So anyways, so we've got a great show. I know I say that, and I know I say that I say that every time. But that's it. I feel like every yeah. time I come to this, I got a great show, and I'm excited about it. It's like I do a little bit of a prep before the show, and I'm, like, excited. And then now I have my friends around me. It's like, you know, this is – I could do this every day. And actually, I couldn't do this every day. Who am I kidding? Um, it's late. What time is it right now? It's late. We've, we've had a full day of work. and uh, But we do. We enjoy this. We like coming here um, and, and recording. And, um, and if you guys have any feedback – uh, be sure to reach out podcast at dudes to dads.com. Mm-hmm. Also, we're on Twitter dudes to dads. Um, also iTunes. Yes. iTunes and um, Stitcher. So iTunes and go, uh, you can subscribe to the podcast at dudes to dads. Yep. And then also if you can leave a five star review, five stars and a review that helps a comment us. or something. It's yeah. iTunes optimization. Is that really what that would be? Is the, the, the more rate, the more <laughs> yeah, ratings, the more ratings that happen, the more likely the more ratings we'll appear in the and top. subscriptions yeah. you move up to top. In fact, yeah. you know what so though, and I out. have seen us slowly creeping up. Yeah, I do. I'm seeing us sort of. It's sort of we're in the what's hot or what's right. what's new, whatever. Um, new and noteworthy, new and noteworthy of yeah. kids and family. You're yeah. right. So we're moving up. Yeah. You can also reach us on Stitcher as well, right, Alan? Yep. Yeah, Stitcher is another avenue for people with PCs and don't like iTunes for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, some people use Stitcher app, and Stitcher is good for. Um, it's almost like uh, Reebok and versus Nike. Nike is that what that was growing back up? in the day? Yeah. What is it now? New Balance. I don't know. <laughs> Reebok Adidas. Is there a war remember, between sne- Adidas? Maybe. Yeah. Remember, I'm the dad. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you're supposed to be more hip with this. You got kids. I, I ain't hip with nothing. <laughs> um, we have this awesome brand called Hand Me Down. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. So side note. So when, when, before I had kids, I totally was like, my kids would never wear, you know, I was totally like, yeah. Hand me down. I was of like, course. I don't want hand me down. Cause I have two older sisters that had kids. I'm like, I'm not gonna, why would my kids wear hand me downs? I can get them their own clothes. Yeah. And then when I had kids, I'm like, I never want to buy clothes ever, <laughs> ever. And we are lo- so lucky because we've got a big group of people that sort of trade clothes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's so funny how that changes. Two well, boys, uh, yeah. Stevie wears hand-me-downs. Yeah. The right. younger one wears hand-me-downs <laughs> and I feel bad for the child. But Never gets anything new. Yeah. Cause it, well, it makes sense. They grow, grow everything. They do very yeah. quickly, especially yeah. at that age. Totally. Right. So yeah, it was just, it was funny. I'm like, <laughs> you know, anyways, so <laughs> I'm going to go over the agenda here. We've got uh, a couple things lined up. First, we are going to go into the battlefield. And the battlefield will actually touch on a topic um, 
that we were just discussing. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> um, and then we'll talk a little light her fire. Um, this one is, it's a subtle way to be in charge without sounding like you're controlling. Which is hard for a lot of people. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people follow that, so it would be interesting to hear what you have to say about well, this. Well, it's not what I say. It's what Dr. <laughs> Ellen says. Right. I wish I said that. I'd make a lot more money. Um, and then we'll go into supercharge. Uh, the supercharge, <laughs> I was on a flight. Uh, this was two, week, two weeks ago and saw this product and I just had to find out what it was. So that's that's the little teaser. It's pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, and then we will finish up with a quote. This is actually a little bit longer than just a little small quote. It was a It's a quote related to the course that I was talking about. Oh, okay. In the beginning of the episode. So it was just, it's some information that I thought was really valuable and kind of a philosophy. And so I wanted to share that. So wait, Vince, did you take this course as well? I did not. He has not. Oh, no, okay. this is the one that Jason flew off to. No, what? well, this was part. It, no, I didn't. This was a different one. Um, Freedom to Be is a course that was given here in San Diego. That was the one called The Quest, which was okay. uh, another great thing where you actually go away for the weekend. So oh. go up in the mountains in a beautiful area. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Oh, cool. And do all kinds of fun retreats stuff. and stuff. Yeah. 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 Hey, any chance I get to, <laughs> to get just, away from no, people no. for the weekend by myself. That's not what I was saying. Meaning you were to, thinking it. To uh, feed the mind and the soul. Oh, tools for your toolbox of life. Isn't that what liquor's for? <laughs> <laughs> I totally did not know where you were going with that one when you were talking about that. But that's cool. That's cool, too. All right. So let's start out with the battlefield. If we can apply what was just said earlier um, about how we, uh, I should say how other people's words affect us, affect our emotions, how we have that decision. I was thinking about this of how this happens in the battlefield, which is how we deal with our kids. And a lot of times, and I think we, we were talking about this earlier where this is before we started the podcast today about when we come home from work, we're stressed, yeah, tired, whatever. That has an enormous effect on how we deal with our children. Sure, and that's exactly what this other that other you know comment and topics were about. It's it, you know, it's so when we are acting that way, maybe not as loving as we could be with our children. You know, we're coming from a different place, right? And we're right. not happy, or we're frustrated, or we're stressed at work, or whatever. You know, there was something else unrelated that is having an effect. And I think people sort of consciously know that, but you don't realize how often that that happens. Um, you you experience that too, Vince? I do. You, we've talked about this before. You yeah. walk in the door, immediately your children are on you. Yeah. And you're you're you were ready to walk in the door and welcome them, but suddenly they're there. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you you have to get them ready for dinner and then they have to eat their dinner and then they have to do their homework. And so you immediately go into that mode rather than stopping, taking enjoying a it. moment, enjoying them and being present. Right. Yeah. Well, didn't you say, I mean, cuz we've all had the experiences of not doing it correctly. Um, it, you know, probably less so when we do it correctly. But you were talking about the other day you went you went to an amusement park. You were telling yes. me what happened. So 
you know, it, it, you're going to an amusement park. I have 28 five-year-olds. It's the end of the year <laughs> uh, field trip to the. You are by yourself with 28. No, no, no. There oh. were other parents there. Oh. Oh. But at the end of the day, it's 92 degrees. It's humid. It's hot. The kids are getting tired. Yeah. And my son didn't want to take a picture. And so instead of saying, oh, are you tired? Can I get you some water? I said, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> and I immediately in my head said, you are not a nice man. <laughs> you know, and I knew what I had done was right. wrong. Did he? Yeah. How did he react? He, he was, just got worse? Or? He, he didn't get worse. He just you know, kind of stayed that tired. I knew he was tired. Right. And he didn't react, but I think he saw my reaction to myself, mm-hmm. and he gave me a little hug. Oh. And that made me feel even is, yeah. worse. <laughs> so, you know, things like that. way better than me. It wasn't him because he was so tired. he knew. He knew. Yeah. Yeah. It was me because I was tired. And so in that moment, I was reacting in a way because of how I felt. Right. Right. It is, it's tough. I mean, you know, as, as parents, I mean, this is both dads and moms. It's like, you know, you, you, you sort of, you mean the best, you mean well, and just some of those times, and they're pretty frequent where you just don't feel like doing that, you know, yeah. and it's, it's hard to come from a place of love all the time. I want to be a super dad all yeah. the time, but right. sometimes I will fail. Right. Yeah. Well, in the, in the know, case with your kid, um, in that circumstance that you just mentioned, did he has a certain sensitivity level to you as well. He does. So he's he's fairly he's empathic. In tune. He's yeah. in tune with you. Yes, and so, I think I mean, not to say you can go out and be, go crazy on him. No, but he was time. much more accepting of it because I, I think yeah. he thought in his head, "Oh, my he dad must be tired." Thumbs up with my Something dad. Stop bugging dad. This is not normal behavior. <laughs> right. 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 No, that's cool. And, and and Alan probably. I mean, it's the same thing with girlfriend. I mean, it's like yeah. you know, you have a bad day. That's then we end up dealing with people totally different. Yeah. And so the idea is, um, well, even friends. Friends, yeah. friends, girlfriends, like anybody you have to deal with on a regular basis that you come home to and all of a sudden you're you're going to download your day onto them on some right. level because you had a bad day. You kind of do. Well, that's this. So the idea is this, quote, bad day. And that's yeah. the, the what happens is, you know, we don't start out that way. You know, right. we the world affects us. Yes. And yes. the idea is if we can minimize how that world affects us, even if it's on a, you know, take a day. Yeah. And you, you say, you know what, today I'm going to be happy. Yeah. And nothing, it doesn't matter what happens. I'm still going to be happy. Yeah. It's easier said than done, but that's the ideal. You know, that's the ideal where you're saying, you know, I I think the term that was used, um, Bill Riedler, who's actually the creator of this, these programs, he was the one who said, it's like, you know, breaking my serenity. Like that was the terminology used. It's like, you know, I'm not going to let these things break up my serenity. It's like, I'm going through calm. I'm good. But, you know, it's just sort of this mantra. And then all these things come throughout the day or people and things and the situations and stresses and all this. And then that changes you. Yeah. But the idea is those things should still be able to come towards you and at you and not change you. You yeah. know, that they, they shouldn't. Right. But we do. Yeah. We do let them. And so that's, that's partly for me what I, the work that I'm trying to do is have that affect me less because I find myself, you know, things are stressing me or I'm blaming it on things or people or whatever, instead of kind of looking at it and saying, Hey, listen, how do I want to be, you know, what is the way that I, I mean, I'm a loving, caring, happy, you're ha- happy, happy, uh, happy person. A word creator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, you know, and that's who I want to be because that's who I am. Yeah. You know, so why are all these other things not making me that way? Or I'm allowing them to, you know, to change me in that I th- way. I think even a generally happy person, though, 
can have a day where those stressors will affect them differently. Right. I feel That's like true. I, I yeah. feel like I'm a pretty happy guy all the time. Right. Yeah. But you have those bad days. Right. No, I, I And you give yourself permission to have those bad days I too. Guess there's, Absolutely. There's the key, and we talked about this before on a different podcast, but it's allowing yourself to feel bad. Because once you let yourself feel bad, then it passes through you a lot quicker. Well, it's recognizing it, saying, "Okay, I yeah. feel crappy. Yeah. Like I feel crappy." That was not fun. To, yeah, but I'm going to set yeah, it aside I'm, now. I'll move yeah. on. Yeah. You know, and put it. Yeah, he right. set it aside. Gosh, we talk so well. It's like I wish <laughs> I, I could actually <laughs> but do then this stuff. Watch a stressor come in here. We're going to freak out and beat. <laughs> what each are you other. doing here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Throw things. At I them. so wish I could do what I say I <laughs> talk about. Yeah. Go loot a store. <laughs> totally. <laughs> So, anyways. <laughs> All right. So, let's move on. All right. Um, we are going to move on to light her fire. Okay. So, with this light her fire uh, clip, we there's this, there's this little subtle way to sort of be in charge and stir, or sort of still um, be a, a f- assertive without seeming like you are controlling. And so let's hear that and see how this goes. When you have an opinion or make a decision, don't ever forget to add, what do you think or what would you like? You've got to be willing to change your plans some of the time. It's part of a loving act called compromise. So the idea that you simply can add like, what do you think? Will that work for you? You know, something like that at the end of it. (laughs) What about like, um, you know, you can make fun of somebody and then go, well, there's not that there's anything wrong with You're that. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, so that was a Seinfeld line. Yeah. Um, well, there's anything wrong with that. Well, what, I mean, I guess there's limits with that because you can't be like, I'm hungry. Sandwiches need to be made. What do you think? You know, and like subtly say, <laughs> you got to go make that sandwich for me. Um, Why but, can't you say that? <laughs> oh, right. Well, that one becomes a little well, controlling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is controlling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, at what age can your kids go make you a sandwich? Oh, I oh, think we yeah. Well, that was a quiz from the last time, right? Damn it, we were, that was we're from failing. Six years old, Vince, we're failing. Um, that was yeah, from was, the last show. was it six? I don't know. I just <laughs> thanks for putting <laughs> us on the spot. Yeah, Jason. thank you. We appreciate that. Right it's a live show. <laughs> you guys forgot. <laughs> I did. Oh, anyways, um, no. So I, I think it's a good point that you know we we want to be assertive often. Um, with you know saying sort of what it is that we like and what we want but there's the idea of compromise and the way to sort of intro that or get that in is by asking the other person so instead of being uh passive and saying so what do you want to do you know you're you want to do something or you want something out of it you say it and then say so what do you think or does that ring true or you know, be inclusive inclusive that's a great it word. helps that is a great word. during the compromise yeah. Yeah. yeah so i mean but compromise is a is a key i i think I think one of the, the things with compromise is, you know, can both people be happy with the compromise? You know, we often talk about that in my own personal relationship. We talk, you know, okay, you want this, I want this. What is the compromise? Are we both happy with that? You know? Are we speaking about this in context of an argument or, I wouldn't say argument, but like a disagreement, let's say. I don't know. Give me, give me an example. Well, like you, you both want to do something different but you're kind of asserting your opinion that you really want to do this. Well, if you're in the, if you're in an argument that probably won't work, um, right. I wouldn't think it would, mm-hmm. you know, because somebody's not 
going to care what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, these tactics could be used on some level. Sure. But, I mean, you're right. There's probably going to be a, a little bit more like, really? Uh, well, I think I should walk out of here. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think it's, it's – I think it's – I mean, even, even with um, – you know, this works in the workplace too, though. I mean, yeah. you think about – you know, especially if you're a manager. Yeah. Um, if you're a manager trying to get input from other people, but yet you still need to, you know, make show, the decision, make yourself? the decision and show a little dominance yeah. right. in that fact, because you are in charge. And so, I mean, even if you, if, if that's the kind of environment you sort of have, yeah. so you are saying, Hey, listen, we're going to be doing this. What do you think of that? Yeah. That's, that's, that's very inclusive to somebody who it's influencing. Yeah. yeah. So you're yeah. getting people. Well, you're a sales guy. So you you're know getting stuff. people to follow along with what you really want to have done. Right. Right. And right. you need to kind of bring that into your relationship as well. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I guess it does. Yeah. So whether you're doing sales or you're in your relationship, <laughs> you're, you're selling them on everything. <laughs> Didn't tie together very it well. It is a sale. So do salespeople make good in relationships? So is that, is it, is it you know, the, the sales training that you learn? I, that's a, a kind of random question. That I, is a random question, but I do think it, it's it, interesting. It is interesting because, like, what kind of type of personality? It has to help because you, because you, you learn, learn about things yeah. about to uh, read a personality, right. to read how somebody's feeling at that moment, body language, body language, yeah. how they're responding to you, yeah. and if you want to influence a certain decision, of course, I think it helps a lot. <laughs> I need to go to sales. I training. have a great relationship. <laughs> you do. You do. And you have a lovely wife. So yes. That's, you know, that, that's cool. Um, but no, I, that, that might be good is maybe the dudes to dad's guys should go on sales training. <laughs> We'd learn all these tips. And what kind of professions make the best relationships of? Ooh. That'd be, be interesting good, to research. A good quiz. Maybe people out there at podcast at dudes to com have some opinions about that. that what, kind of, what kind of... What kind of... Uh, employee or job types make the best relationships. Hmm. Hmm. Could you put two salespeople together? Would right. that make Ooh, for yeah. a great is it, relationship? Is it a complimentary well, thing or is it like yeah. two accountants? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, my friend's a lawyer and he's married to another lawyer. Yeah. And yeah. it worked out great. Yeah. yeah. Just had the first kid. Well, but just because somebody's a lawyer doesn't mean they have the same personality. That's type. true. Yeah. And, and that yeah. goes for sales as well, I would imagine. But Although engineers might be stereotyped, there's, you know, but that being said, they might not have the same personality. No, most engineers have the same personality. <laughs> I think they do. Because <laughs> they're a type of people. not a knock to engineers. I'm just saying. It's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to all you engineers out there. There's stereotypes, sure. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the truth. Sorry. <laughs> awesome. I have a, um, a kind of an interjectory thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh-oh. And I, um, I just, Every time he does this, I get nervous. Well, there's... <laughs> the dude's perspective. Well, yeah. it, kind of. And it correlates with some of the stuff we were talking about earlier about um, bringing your problems home. So how do you unwind, right? And some, generally speaking, like, you know, maybe you come home, you grab a drink, mm-hmm. or you, you light up a cigarette, or whatever it is that you do in private... There's some things that when you have kids, you can't do. Like, I can go out with I my buddies. I knew you were going to go somewhere. No, I go out with my buddies. I mean, there is freedom that comes with being a dude, right? And you right. remember being sure. a dude. You go out, have a drink with your buddy, come home, liquor it up. No one cares. You're just by yourself. You don't care. But when you have kids, you can't be like, hey, I'm going to throw up on you now. You know, you got you have to be <laughs> sensitive to them, you know? And uh, so, yes. <laughs> if you're not, you're a horrible deadbeat dad. But, right. but what I'm trying to say is that there's some things that you can do in mild moderation that you still may not want your kids to see you doing or do you that's why you go on vacation (laughs) (laughs) daddy's going away for a month 
<laughs> Mommy and Daddy are going on vacation <laughs> exactly. alone. Stay with Grandma and Grandpa. Um, so I guess my question or maybe topic of debate here is there where is there uh, – what do you do and, and what when do you let your kids see it? Oh, Vince? Interesting. <laughs> I was going to say Jason. Well, well, okay. So the one part is to just – it is go away, obviously. I mean – I think you do go, go on vacation. You yeah. can. You go on vacation. I mean, you do something, you know, it depends on the severity of what you're doing. Like, I, um, <laughs> let me try to think for a second. Like, okay, I, I, I do recall, I, uh, let's say once or twice a year, will probably smoke a cigar. Yeah. I, I you know, a friend comes over or something. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I remember a buddy came over. I hadn't seen in a while. He's like, dude, I got cigars. I'm like, great. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> my my, oh, kids, my are here. kids are right there. I don't think that's a good idea. Now, that was my first thought. Okay. My second thought is to try to be this open, you know, um, the, the reality is, is that their dad is not perfect. Okay. That's And that's another topic we have discussed is that, you know, my kid's dad and me, or, you know, me, I'm talking third person, <laughs> um, is not perfect, and it's okay for them to see that. But is smoking a cigar make you not perfect? Yeah, that's yes. My, is that an? That's my question too. Is that there's certain things that well, are, yeah, are, I mean, are well, they considered imperfections, or are they just like what a vice is an imperfection? Maybe uh, is it a vice? It's you're, once you're, or twice a year, right? No, no, okay. But the perspective is like my son, as an example, learns in school that smoking will kill you. Okay. <laughs> wow. And in fact, we were, you know, going towards the airport and there was a guy with a cigarette and he's yelling out the window. No, that's no. disgusting. You know, whatever. <laughs> or not out the window, but he's yelling at us like, hey, that's disgusting. You know, he's going to kill himself. <laughs> and so there's, of course, that fear of doing something, whatever it is. I mean, having drinks or do, you know, doing something adult, as we would say, right? that your kids see. Now, there's probably a certain level that is acceptable. I mean, my kids know I drink beer. I'll have, you know, a couple of beers on a Friday night or something at home or, and they'll see that, but it might be the attitude towards it or, you know, however you dealt with it. So, but I, I gotta be honest, I was uncomfortable lighting up a cigar yeah. with my kids there. And I, I don't know the best way to handle that. I mean, one of the other ways would be to say, Hey, listen, I'll be honest and say, I, I do. It's not good for you. Cause it's not, that's the reality. Sure. It's not good for you, but I do like to do that. I enjoy it. I enjoy have it. Have a conversation. Yeah, and it's it is okay. It's the same thing. I mean, whether it's eating bad food or whatever, it's like you have to do things in moderation. You can do them once in a while when you're an adult. Yeah, I was thinking and, the know, same thing. Like it, like you just mentioned the bad food, and I was going to bring that up. Like if you eat McDonald's once in a while, or you know some kind of horrible food you don't normally eat, it's like well, once in a while this is okay. And as an adult, you do things once in a while that you normally don't. Do. Yeah, it's just balancing that with a with a kid who's learning a no smoking campaign is going to you know like it's going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. And the child saying, "What's the vegetarian version of smoking?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. You can be at home. We don't drink a lot, but once in a while, the wife and I will have a glass of wine. Yeah. And in front of the kids, they'll be like, "Oh, you're having a glass of wine. You know, are you going to get drunk?" But <laughs> we can actually ask that. Vinny will. He's <laughs> a smart kid. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we can have a group of friends over. You know, you've been over to dinner. We've had a party where all the adults are drinking. Yeah. They won't think twice about it. But yeah. if it's mom and dad alone, that's uh, different in their mind. 
And so I think having that discussion, yes, we enjoy a glass of wine That's once in a while. That's interesting that they distinguish that when friends are over, it's okay to have this social well, drinking Well, they're not okay. They just don't say anything, maybe. They, they don't, don't say anything, but in their like, minds, oh, are they... Friends are bad influence. Are they thinking to it's themselves... that Jason oh, guy keeps coming over yeah. with alcohol. You know, he drinks. <laughs> Every time he comes over, my dad buys a case of beer. <laughs> no, but it's it, really... Uh, it's not even called beer. It's like it's, it's beer flavored oh. water. Oh jeez. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're drinking those <laughs> really kind of not beers. Even that good. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting to see that distinction. If there's a party going on, in their mind, are they thinking, "Oh, that's okay to do"? Because it's kind of a party yes. situation. So it's a social setting to them. But when it's private time with mom and dad, it's like, well, "Why are you doing this now? This what is, is not, that? This is uh, well, there, there. Do you have a problem? <laughs> but I bring back. I bring back. There's there was a. Um, in fact, we shared it at one of the meetups. Was the idea of being imperfect, like granted, you said like, you know, is smoking imperfect or whatever, but it is those things, those values and those things, if we're really looking hard at it, said, you know, what's the most healthy thing? Yeah, it's to, it's to not drink and not smoke and do those things. But, you know, we do that once in a while if it's, we're okay with it. Um, it's, it is, is it okay then? You, and it's important to teach our children that we occasionally can do those things. It's how we handle it. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. I don't know the answers, but that's the, certainly the argument. I would ag- agree with that point of how you handle it should be caught into play because things are bad are going to happen, and sometimes you engage in bad behavior. How do you handle it though? Is the main difference between it being a problem and you doing something for fun once in a while? And the discussion you have, whether you treat it as this is bad behavior or this is something I do once in a while. Yeah. True. Well, Be- but there's also the double standard saying, "Hey, I'm doing this, but you shouldn't." But it's true. But I'm an adult. I'm an you adult. Know? I drive a car. You shouldn't. Right. So you can kind of go that direction. We've too. used that. Until you turn 18 and then, then we'll have When it. you're 21, you yeah. can have a glass of wine also. <laughs> what do we say? You're not going to taste this now. <laughs> right. Or I say, uh, after you finish graduate school. <laughs> <laughs> Which is when I'm going to allow you to date. Yeah. Then you can try <laughs> Subject beer. for a later time. Yeah, exactly. Right. New, new debate of the new podcast. So does that help, Alan? I don't know. You, you know. Not at all. No, no actually, it does. I, I, I'm, I'm joking. I, I do agree, and I do agree with those statements, and I was trying to figure was out. Was this a bunch of dudes hanging uh, around, or you, how huh? did this come up? No, I just thought of it. I was yeah. just thinking of it in context of, because my friend just recently had a baby with mm-hmm. his wife, and he's in Toronto, so I don't hang out with him very often. But had we been hanging out, I can't be like, hey, let's go get a drink or two, you right. know, and, and then you go home to your you know, kid drunk. Or whatever right. it is. And I was wondering that same kind no, Because very... honestly, I've hung out with you and you don't drink a lot. Most of the time. When I'm out. When you're when you're out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you're out. When I'm home, I get looked no, up. No, but well, I think um, it's the same thing of everything. It's that control thing of you yeah. know, being in control or so. But no, I mean, Vince, Vince has seen us, uh, or seen me let loose, uh, you know, quite a few times. But it's a, um, I think with the kids around, there's definitely a policing, a self-policing of all Absolutely. That. You're not coming home you're, falling down drunk. No, no, no. Of course In front not. of your children. Of course not. Especially <laughs> when you are, I mean, when they're really young, I recall drinking so little. Yeah. Or doing yeah. any, I mean, even staying out. You don't stay out. I mean, you want to sleep. You know, sure. you're tired. Yeah, you too. Right, yeah. um, and those are things that, you know, you are very conscious of because you don't, you want to be like, you know, you're going to have to get up in the middle of the night. You want to be available. <laughs> you want to be available and, and ready on. to go. If yeah. I have to drive to the hospital, if I have to, whatever yeah. it might be. Sure, Although some sure. people might do the opposite and say, you know, they're just miserable. And so they might turn to substances or something like that, yeah, which is sure, a different yeah. situation. But, you know, in general, the, at least the crowd that I've, you know, I'm around and the meetup and all that. 
it sort of seems pretty common. Well, you know? sorry to take this a step further, but it could not just be drinking or a cigar. It could be like you want to watch a certain type of movie, and I don't mean an adult movie, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> but I mean like, like you know, you're watching some action flick that you don't want your kids seeing. Same thing. Sure. Same, yeah. same, same thing, thing, right? So it, like you kind of have to kind of either do it in private or, hey, we watch these once in a while. No, no. Yeah, yeah, the kids aren't around at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's after bedtime. Because I've always felt weird, even with my little sister, who's 16 years younger than me, when she was in the room one time, and I think Alien or some weird Alien movie was on, and the guy just swore once. And I, like he said, F. Yeah, but obviously not F. And then I go... Eh, we're changing the channel right now. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I just that's another to, good topic. I too. had to kind of it go is. out to that, but it was one of those things. I even I was policing that at when well, I some, was, some parents. You know, I mean, you hear a teenager I mean, will say or feel comfortable talking like that. I I, I personally don't, but um, it's funny t- when somebody comes over to your house <laughs> who's not typically around <laughs> young kids, children. Yeah, right. Yes, and all of a sudden the, <laughs> the mouth language goes, gets like, very yeah. flavorful, and they're like, "Whoa!" And then your kids look at them and like, "What was that? What were those yeah. words? I never heard those." Yeah. So no, it's all that stuff. I mean, you just—that's the transition of family man. That we sure about. is <laughs> going from dude to dad. So. Oh, right on. Self policing. Perfect. Right. Well, let's uh, let's switch gears a little yeah, bit right, and cool. uh, head into supercharge. As I mentioned, I took a flight. Did I mention this? You did. I think so. And if you didn't, you did now. Oh, well, I took a, that was for a different reason, but so I was on a plane recently (laughs) and saw this apparatus. I don't even know what to call it. Um, it hooks around your waist and then it hooks around the tray table in front of you. Okay. Try to picture this. Okay. Alan, I don't know where he's going with this. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a little hammock. Okay. It's called a fly baby. That's how I found out the name of it. Okay. I just thought it was really cool. So I've seen, you know, when, when you bring a baby on board and if it's small enough, it sits with you and you're just sitting there holding it. It's squirming. It's doing whatever. Um, I've actually seen somebody bring a car seat on and, and the kids <laughs> sat in a car seat on in the, the seat plane. next to him. Yeah. Like in the Did plane. Did they buy out another seat? Well, yeah. You have, you have to. to pay for a seat. Right. Yeah. That's if the so baby's funny. small enough though, I don't think you do. It's like under lap two, child. lap child or something. Yeah. Like Maybe there's a different price. That's a fun trip. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but this thing was called the fly baby. And basically it's an infant airplane thing seat it's called. And so it, like I said, it, it hooks around your waist yeah. and then hooks around the seat in front of you. Okay. And so the baby is in this little hammock yeah. in front of you facing you. So you're one tree and the seat's the other. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so the baby's like just chilling, like there. And it said something. I, I read. I was looking for some information about it, and it said it's like FAA regulated or, or, or like approved, approved or something like that. So that. I don't know. We got to find until <laughs> the I'll, guy in front of you leans yeah, his seat back. Right, right. I'll see if I can find a link like on Amazon or something that we. What can, are these things called? It's called a fly baby. Fly baby. F L Y E B A B Y. Yeah. Is that how it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. F L Y E B A B. B-A-B-Y. B-A-B-Y. Yeah. So I just, I thought it was interesting because I have traveled. We've, we traveled with our son across country um, on a plane when he was three months old. Yeah. And boy, did, I mean, I stressed for three months <laughs> prior to that flight. <laughs> um, I, we learned all these tricks and everything. It ended up, he ended up just breastfeeding the entire time. Oh, good. It was really, Perfect. people, we, we came out and like, you know, we brought the baby out like from under her shirt. And people oh, were like, you had I a didn't baby. even realize you had a baby in there. <laughs> 
Because my wife was awesome. It was just like, oh, I don't know. He was just, yeah. just chilling the whole time. Yeah. He was just really hungry. Um, I was recently on another one, and there was a baby. It was so quiet. I mean, it's just, you know, some some are really quiet and yeah. some aren't. Yeah. Now that you when you have kids, you don't care. Like, no, I, as a I, parent, I, you want to be able to go up to them and go, I understand. I'll help you. Want me it's, to grab him for a second? It's okay. Yeah, yes. I know. I, all the people who have your kids are like, whatever. And, but as when it's your kid and it's your first kid, you're so stressed out that you're bothering people. Right. The only people you're bothering are single people. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes older, you know, like maybe just a little bit grumpy, yeah. bit, whatever. But for the most part, people really don't care. Yeah. Like, unless they're trying to sleep or something. But yeah. Um, but it was just funny because, you know, People, you know, if it's if a baby's crying or whatever, I don't, I don't, doesn't, I don't think two things about. I it. I think as a parent, you don't. When I was a a dude and yeah. a business flyer, yeah, I thought a lot about it. Did you? Did you? I got to be in a meeting in about three <laughs> hours. I can't get any sleep. <laughs> now I look and I take mercy upon yeah. those people. <laughs> totally, totally. So, anyways, fly baby. Thought it was a cool, cool. thing. That's on our supercharge. So. Yeah, right on. So let's get into quote of the day. All right. The quote for the day is called oneness. And it's from Bill Riedler. Bill Riedler is sort of one of the founding uh, guys for this um, these courses that I was talking about in Your Infinite Life, the company. He's sort of the, the guy who founded a lot of the stuff and the philosophy about blame and these things. That It's really, really interesting. So okay. this was a um, – it's a little bit longer than a quote, but I wanted to read it because it was from the, from, the, from the course. It's called Oneness, and it says – one of the largest living organisms in the world is a grove of aspen trees in Utah. They each look separate but have a single united root system. When we learn to stop blaming, we will be able to recognize how we are all one and cannot harm one another without harming ourselves. Perhaps one day countries will spend portions of their defense budget for attitude disarmament. The process of learning not to blame others will also relieve nations of their need to meddle in the affairs of other countries. At that time, world peace will not mean only that war does not exist, but that all people enjoy an inner serenity that will enable us to recognize how much we love each other. That's pretty deep. That is deep. I didn't mean to go that deep, but (laughs) I I, I really like this quote because it talks about just, I mean, the, the, the idea obviously that, you know, the world is bigger than just ourselves, but this, this concept of blame is just really, really strong. And it, it, it rings really, you know, um, really big with me because I blame myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about blaming other people. It's blaming myself for situations and be like, gosh, I can't believe that. Or, I can't believe I did that or said that. Even like when you, Vince, were talking about, you know, at the amusement park. Yes. You know, you were blaming yourself and being really for hard. For how I on, acted. Yeah. Absolutely. really hard on yourself. And the idea is like, it's okay. Like, it's not that big of a deal, you know. And I try and am trying to do more of that, sort of just letting go a little bit. Um, I don't know. I thought that was cool. What You know. Yeah. What thoughts? Uh, it's a very Zen attitude, and yeah. I, yeah, but it, um, I think it's bigger than being a parent. It's like big, this part of the planet. Planet right. is a big organism if you look at it that yeah. way, and we all live on it. And the, the more we kind of are at war with each other, the more we're screwing up this big or bigger organism that we're living on. And uh, that's a very you know it resonates with everything. I think. I think you do. You know, and I think I talked about this on the podcast before. Is as a parent, you know, you you, you first when you get married, you you look at things a little differently. You know, right. just just. It's just the nature of it. You now are, you know, supporting or, you know, you're connected to this other person. 
when you have a child, the the, the dimension just completely responsibility changes. feels like it triples. Yeah, and yeah. it's not just a responsibility for the child. It's like you do feel the responsibility often of like I want to make sure my child is a productive, you know, good member of society. Right. So you start thinking a lot bigger than just yourself. And it's one of those things where I never, I really don't think I thought anything like that before I had kids and before I was married. You know, mm. I just was, I was worried about myself. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, hey, I'm doing my job. I got my toys. I got, you know, I'm Get good to fly to go. off on the weekend. Everything is yeah. good. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I'm happy, whatever. And when you do have this and you have these other people that are, first of all, they're dependent on you and you depend on them. It really does change your perspective on things, right. you know? And I think that's part, a big part of the whole dude to dad, you know, concept is, you know, you're transitioning with not only just the physical of having now this, this child, mm -hmm. but it's really the mental part of it too. And that's the biggest part of it is this, this sort of mental transition from being a single guy and worrying about yourself to now being a family man and worrying about a lot of other things. Right. And it's not easy. You know, that's why we're here. It's right. not an easy right. transition, yeah. but it's an awesome one. You know, I don't think Vince or you or myself would ever say, eh, I'd probably go back the other way. You know? <laughs> we, I like being you selfish. Know? No, I mean, there's there's <laughs> elements of it, you know, that you, you look back, you're like, oh, that was fun. Would I have done this differently? Yeah. But absolutely not. Once right. you have those children, yeah, yeah, you can go down that road. Again, 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 again. Again, you don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can't put them back. You're in it. Right. And so with that, thank you once again, Mr. Vince, Mr. Allen. Yes. I'm Jason. And uh, see you next time. Take care. Thanks for having me.